most of the time these are highly functioning individuals. And so that's why you hire a coach is what am I not picking up? What in my universe is in my blind spot? From what I've heard, Pam is one of the best at this. And she does it in a way that really empowers and allows you to immediately take feedback in and get results. Welcome to the Success Flow Podcast, where our mission is simple, to be better each day and relay our findings with other relentless humans defining success for themselves. If that sounds like you, let's begin. All right, back at it with the Success Flow Podcast. We're trying to switch up the content a little bit, get a little creative, and we had an idea when going through a fantasy football draft is what if we drafted our models of excellence for self-improvement, all the things we talk about on this podcast, so that's what we're doing. This is the models of excellence fantasy draft coming at you live. We're going to build some rosters out. What are you thinking? You, you had some good input on the players and kind of roster layout. Steven, walk us through your mindset there. I couldn't be more excited for this draft, man. This is such a cool idea. Um, Models of excellence. Obviously, we're striving to be the best versions of ourselves. So we've got, I know I've got a good roster that I've taken some notes on, but let me break it down for before we start getting into the draft. And we're going to kind of piggyback off of the fantasy football roster, since that's pretty uh, hot topic right now, being a few weeks into the season. So QB, our position is going to be a CEO. Then we got running backs. You got your athlete and your head coach. And then our wide receivers is going to be your actor, musician, and creator. And then our kickers, an author, defense, a mind coach, uh, mindset coach. And then we have our wild card pick. And that can be anything or, or anybody that you want to pick up. So kick us off with your first pick of the draft. that's our defense. That's that- in the defense slot. Free picks a defense slot. Perfect. Sounds good to me. You won the coin toss before we kicked it off. So... Go ahead and uh, make your first pick, my friend. Well, we're not going to go exactly in order, but let's kick it off with the CEO. This is going to be uh, our uh, our quarterback of the team, going to be the head. And this was a tough pick for me. Um, I had to go with Ray Dalio here, and ah, that is that is my that is my pick. Um, he wrote the book Principles. Uh, we don't always typically the the hedge fund world is a little controversial, but Ray Dalio is such a great story to me because he lost a lot of wealthy people's money back in the early '80s when he thought he was riding on top, right? He thought he had it figured out, but what he did then is during that failure went back, studied world history, studied the cycles of historical economics of the entire world how humans behave and rebuilt to learn on that and made decisions since then building the um, uh, one of the biggest, or no, it's the biggest hedge fund uh, in the world. So that is my pick, Ray Dalio. His book Principles is also very aligned with everything we talk about. He runs his employees in hiring based on their personal principles, making sure they align with the organization and really makes sure that, you know, in that world, hedge funding isn't for everybody or investing isn't for everyone, but he wants to make sure 
that it is their personal principles that align uh, align with his organization. And if there's a guy that I want leading the troops and keeping an idea of the entire world, uh, as well as that individual values in mind, it's Ray Dalio. It's my pick. That's a great pick. That's like the epitome of the winner learn mentality. Didn't work out early, learned a bunch of new stuff and uh, wildly successful. So good pick. All right. So we're going to do snake draft, meaning I'm going to get the next two picks and then you'll follow me with two until we finish out our rosters. But I will follow your CEO and I'm going to go with Brian Chesky, the CEO of Airbnb. Ah, nice. So not only do I love Airbnb, my wife and I travel everywhere. It's uh, or when we travel anywhere, it's always Airbnb. But I've done some research on this guy. He's not that much older than us, and it's just a great story of how they got their start. It was a, a problem that they needed to solve, which most companies are out there starting to solve a problem. But it's just such a unique one and a massive disruptor in the hospitality space of where you can stay uh, when you're you're in another city. So him and his uh, roommate at the time, Joe Gebbia, who is also the founder, uh, co-founder of uh, uh, Airbnb, they were living in San Francisco in a, an apartment with like a thousand bucks to their name uh, and basically looked up a, a conference that was coming up in San Francisco. And it was like a week or two before the conference and they're going on the website and it says in bright, bold red letters, hotels sold out. And they just thought to themselves, like, there's a lot of people that are going to want to come to this conference that have not <laughs> booked their uh, hotels yet. And so we've got space in our living room. Let's just blow up an airbed and have some people book a, uh, the space here. And that's kind of where airbedandbreakfast.com, it was called back then, uh, started. And it, it just, it, it never stopped. I mean, they, it, I wouldn't say the company was bootstrapped um, because once the idea took form, they got some venture capital money pretty quickly. And not only is... is Airbnb massive. Brian Chesky's net worth is like $9.1 billion. And that's all great. But here's why I choose him on my roster is because he's got an eight out of 10 CEO rating from his team, from his employees of a company of that size. He's like one of the top CEOs ranked uh, based on the culture that he provides within the business. And he could have been some guy who had a thousand bucks to his name, built a massive business, wildly successful and been a complete asshole, but he doesn't seem to be that way. And I think he runs his business the right way. So I'm going Brian Chesky for my CEO pick. Great pick. Uh, awesome story. And th that whole being rated that way by your team is, uh, it's probably pretty rare unless, you know, the, the surveys are kind of weighted and, and kind of the deck is stacked for the company. Uh, that's a huge signal that he's doing right things and excellent pick for the Models of Excellence Fantasy Squad. All right, so I'm going to move on to, uh, I'm going to go to Musician for my next pick. This is going to be my wide receiver pick, if you will. Um, but I just love this guy and is the lead singer, songwriter for Imagine Dragons, Dan Reynolds. Dan Reynolds, man, like the way I see it is his music not only is fantastic, but because he writes so many of these songs, he is such a creative mind. And it's a lot of times about his life. And I just love musicians like that. Music's such a huge part of my life. Um, and just being a creator and writing these things down and then putting them into uh, out into the public and through through tunes, whether you're playing instruments or singing or whatever, and their shows are amazing. But that song, Whatever It Takes, is by far, uh, it's got to be, top three song in my life that I just absolutely live by. And it's an ode to his own ambition. 
Uh, Dan Reynolds is incredible. I've seen them live. They're a great show. And again, another guy who's not uh, not that much older than us and just doing big things. And what's funny, you know our guy Jim Stevens uh, from our Junto group. His wife, Chantel, uh, apparently I just found this out like last year. She went to high school with Dan Reynolds and like she can text him whatever. So I might have to hit up Jim and Chantel and see if we can get a meetup going on one day. But anyway, I, Dan Reynolds is my musician. Uh, incredible talent. Uh, and what seems, I've never met him personally, but seems like a better person. Uh, so I'm throwing him on my roster as a musician. Yeah, I can't hear whatever it takes without thinking of you and the Oppo Flow branding. That has definitely been impactful, and myself as well. The the their music just gets the blood pumping, and I am not shocked that that is your musician. Great pick. Uh, I'm you're probably gonna uh, I'm probably gonna get some heat on this one as I got creative with my musician, and this is probably his sixth mention on the podcast. But you may not know. Jocko Willink is no, a musician. No, he's not a musician. Yeah. I, no, really? That he is. Really? That he is. And not <laughs> only, he's on Apple Music, and he had a high school band named Time by Rollins. I think it was. That was the name of his high school band, but still okay. jams out on the guitar, and I can't play the audio here, but I'll be sending you his music. He shreds the guitar, and he sings. And uh, I did. I was getting creative to to make the most of my squad. Jocko Willink is my musician. I can't knock it. That's like your running back, wide receiver guy, that utility guy, if you will. Uh, that's a great pick. I never would have thought to go that route. In like, you know, you don't think of Jocko Willink as a musician, but apparently he is, and so I have to check his stuff out. That's a good one. In the models of excellent draft, he is. I love it. All right. Next on the roster, we are going to go with the mindset coach. All right. Go mindset coach. And for this one, I got to get this pick out there because I I felt uh, we may may have some overlap here. We were concerned about this, uh, getting competitive and who's going to be on our teams. But I chose Tim Grover. Uh And uh, again, another mention on the pod, but... Tim Grover is was Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade's, along with numerous other NBA basketball players, physical trainer, but stressed the importance of the mental game while training so that the game wasn't uh, the, the game was easy compared to what the, what Tim Grover put them through. Not only on that, he has expanded his coaching clients well into corporate built a real brand for himself and the book relentless changed my life i read it about once a year you and i connected uh, on that book as you were really diving into your personal development journey and i just don't think that guy is going to make everyone around him better and that's my mindset coach and of course that's a great one his books winning and relentless and all of the stuff that he talks about how he correlates the training aspect from basketball to mindset of anybody. So if you haven't read those books, they're great business books, life books that just teach you uh, an insane mindset. But yeah, that's a great pick. Good, good one there. And we do talk about him a lot. I'm not surprised you took him, but I did have him on my list. So now I have to cross him off and get uh, someone else in there. But all right. Uh, Am I up or or are you up? I I lost track. I I picked that one. Yeah, I did too. I did. Yeah, you did too. Okay, so, so I'm up. All right. 
Um, so I got to go with my mindset coach uh, to follow yours, and I'm going to go with my guy Ed Milet. Uh, Ed Milet uh, saw him live speak in January here in Phoenix. Uh, incredible speaker, and you know I'll be I'll be very honest. I did not know too much about Ed Milet a year ago, and I really started uh, listening to what he's all about. Serial entrepreneur, um, and now uh, a lot more. I could have probably put him into the creator space podcast, YouTube, public speaker, but his stories and author, his stories are just incredible. And it pulls on all the heartstrings of like, you're, you're crying at points, you're laughing at points, you get the chills and he's just uh, an incredible person. But I love Mindset Coach just because of the positivity. The Power of One More is the book that he wrote. Uh, and I love that mindset. I love the mentality of giving it one more shot. You never know what can happen and always having that focus of, hey, you know what? I'm down and out, but I'm going to give it one more try. And if it doesn't work, I'm just going to give it another try. And then I'm going to give it another try. You can correlate that into the gym, one more rep. You can correlate that when you're training for run, you know, a half marathon, let's say, one more mile or maybe one more lap around the track. You can correlate it to anything that you're challenging yourself on purpose on. I'm going to do it one more time and see what comes out on the other side. And my favorite line from Ed Milet is, on the other side of, uh, he says, pain is temporary. And on the other side of pain is massive success. So you just got to continue pushing through. Um, so Ed Milet is my mindset coach. Love the pick. That is not a surprise to me as big of an impact as that book had on you. You bring up a good point. A lot of these folks could play in multiple categories, right? There's a lot of utility totally. players here because they're they're full stack uh, individuals and human beings, quite honestly. So bring up a good point there. And uh, that's a heck of a guy to have uh, rallying the troops and getting a united mindset in place. So love it. All right. Who are you picking next? I'm going to go with my wild card. I'm going to go with my, my free pick here. I'm just going to go out and, and, and snag uh, this person. All right. So you ever heard of Nicole Lynn? I have not. Okay. So Nicole Lynn, let me tell you about her. She's about, I think she's 34 years old now. She was the youngest sports agent to sign a client one of the youngest at 26 years old she is the agent for Jalen Hurts Philadelphia Eagles quarterback who just signed the largest quarterback contract in the NFL uh. in history so she's 34 years old she's got a massive success uh, in Jalen Hurts the guy signs 255 million dollar contract for five years extensions so averaging 51 mil a year but what I think is amazing about her is she's the first black woman to represent uh, an NFL draft pick uh, that played in the Super mm -hmm. Bowl, number one. But number two, she's in a male-dominated industry, and she is crushing it. She's got other athletes under her belt, and she's the president of Clutch Sports Group. But at 34 years old, already making such a massive impact in her industry when, quite frankly, cards are probably uh, stacked against her. That's someone I want in my corner, and that's someone I want in my team. So Nicole Lynn is doing amazing things in the NFL world, uh, and that's who, who I'm, I'm going with my free pick here. Great pick, and I'll be definitely hitting Google later today on my on my Google research list. That, that To your point, such a tough industry being a sports agent and needing the right timing and connections and not to mention the hard work, whether you're male or female. But to have that impact right now and, and to, to be able to represent somebody that is truly defining success for himself, too, that is a, that's a solid pick. And I look forward to learning more about, about Nicole. So I have so my free pick. All right. My, my free pick is actually going to be Brene Brown. 
Oh, and yeah. Brene Brown, I, I think she burst on the scene via TED Talk about vulnerability, which, you know, a lot of people, especially in this, this modern grind culture, hustle culture, view vulnerability as a weakness. She, she has totally reframed that to how it's a strength and how you're getting real with yourself and very, very eloquently backs it up with the science around it. She also wrote a book called Daring Greatly and another book around leadership, Dare to Lead, I believe that is. And her combination of showing that to be a great leader, you have to remove shame uh, on your past decisions, the things that weigh you down, which you know I'm big of. You can't to performance... The key to performance, I believe, starts with letting go of the things that no longer serve you and the the mind trash that you have. And shame is one of the lowest vibration energy levels you can level at. Dealing with shame, being vulnerable, and sticking to the mission that you're on to lead people. Brene Brown is a rock star, and to have her on any team I'm building would be just an insane strength. Yeah, that's a great pick. She's strong, and uh, I love that mindset as well of, you know, you... You're going to have those ups and downs and sharing your story and being vulnerable. You'll find out that other people have had very similar experiences and you start building a community and building a tribe around that. And um, so that's a That's a great pick. All right. What do you got next? Next on the list. Let's go with our athlete. We'll go with our athlete. And we talked a little bit. I, I didn't realize after our conversation about whether being dead or alive so my my first pick is going to have to be removed, but because we're, we, this is a live draft, right? They're going to be competing in the marketplace. We decided that's the mindset we're going to have. Active folks that are uh, building right now. So I'm going to have to go with not probably not a surprise, but Tiger Woods. Uh, not just because of his relentless mindset, and what he succeeded with on the golf course, and totally changed a sport. That is the reason I'm picking him, but also the fact that how publicly he has failed and how much actually staying on the same theme of shame tiger has been able to heal and learn and progress still went come back and win the masters after everything he was through now really stepping into fathership and getting involved with leading the young guys on tour being a mentor it's that evolution of the warrior becoming the guide and he's just, he's had such an impact on me. If there's any athlete uh, out there, I'd have to have him on my team. Yeah, he's a, I mean, great pick. Hands down, changed the entire uh, sport, the way it's, uh, way it's ran and way guys train. Uh, you know, he's the true athlete of the golf game. And it didn't always used to be that way. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, couldn't agree more with that pick. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll follow my next two, I'll start with my athlete. Um, and again, because we did decide that we can't draft quote unquote retired, right? They have to be actively in, uh, you know, in, in working on their craft. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with Steph Curry as my athlete. As you know, I'm a big basketball guy, but I love Steph Curry because he is such an amazing underdog story. He was not highly recruited coming out of high school. One college looked at him, Davidson, and no one's ever heard of Davidson until Steph Curry got uh, started playing for them in that March Madness craziness when he went off and was uh, they were defeating top-ranked schools. I think they went to the Sweet 16 that year. But he's a three-point shooter, 
He's the greatest three-point shooter of all time in the NBA. He holds, holds all the records. I think he's like, what, 36 years old or something like that now. He's going to play until he's like 45, just posting up in the corner shooting threes. And now it's interesting, though, because he came from an NBA family. His dad, Del Curry, played in the league. And you would think that a guy like that would have, you know, accolades and all the things, you know, coming out. But he, he really didn't. He was a scrawny dude. And he could just shoot, but he was immature, too, on the court. Like, he was trying to figure it out. And I think that's really correlates with all of us in life and trying to figure it out and piece it together. We know what our dreams are. We know what our vision of success is and our perception of, of what that looks like and where we're trying to get. And just putting in the work and no matter what, don't stop. Um, he was injury prone when he first got drafted by the Warriors. The first three or four years, he could have given up because he was like, man, my ankles are busted. I can't continue playing. And like I said, here we are. He's owning all the NBA records in the, in shooting and three points and whatnot. But the, there was a show. Uh, I can't remember if it was on Netflix or HBO or something like that. I don't, I don't know if you caught it. Did you see that show, that documentary about him? I haven't seen it yet, but I, there was a quote in the trailer. I watched the entire trailer and I'm going to watch it, but I it looked awesome. It was an amazing show and it's a documentary kind of about his come up. But yeah, his mom, his mother says... Steph is not out there to prove anybody wrong. He's out there to prove himself right. And I thought that was the coolest thing. It was like, I, am, I know what I am. I just got to continue working on it to get to be able to start seeing it. And uh, it's kind of like that be it until you see it mindset that you talk about. And I love it. Steph Curry, he's the man. He's my athlete pick. That quote hit home so much. And that closed out the trailer, I remember. I think you just you just gave me goosebumps there because it just reframes it, right? It's not about anybody else. It, it, it's about what you know you're capable of if you put the work in and keep your eyes on the prize. So lo- love that pick. Had some quick thoughts going through back to another pod about uh, it's kind of would you rather, but with our teams matchup, Tiger and I play you and Steph in basketball, and you and Steph play Tiger and I. I think we, I think you guys would have the edge there, given Steph's such a great golfer. He is a good golfer. I mean, Tiger's obviously better than, but Steph is better than Tiger in basketball. <laughs> I think we would have the edge because I don't know if Tiger can hit the, hit a shot. <laughs> you know, I don't know how athletic he is on the court. I'm sure he's great, but <laughs> that that knee might be might be trouble. Yeah. Okay. Who's up? All right, so I'm up. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna stick within the uh, the athlete or athletic space, and I'm gonna go with head coach um, as my next pick. And I'm gonna go. You know, I'm I'm just gonna stick with with the world we live in and the times that is really current. Uh, who is hot right now, and who is the biggest inspiration motivator for his squad, and and uh, bringing the most attention? I'm gonna say Coach Prime. Ah. Uh. The Colorado Buffaloes, Deion Sanders. I'm sure the listeners haven't heard anything about him. Yeah, right? Like, he's got his swagger. He's got his style. He comes over from Jackson State, his first head coaching gig in college. He comes over to Colorado, restructures the whole team, cleans house, brings his guys in. But also, he's such a mentor and such a driving force for how to be a strong young man and growing up in uh, what will probably be a lot of those guys in uh, the next level in the NFL, but Coach Prime, you gotta love his marketing ability. You gotta love his his style. You gotta love his confidence. Some people don't always like him because he is loud and boisterous. But I mean, the guy is a is he played multiple major league sports. Did you know one week when he was playing, he was on the I think it was the Braves or the Cincinnati Reds. I can't remember which team it was, but he was playing in Major League Baseball. Had hit a homer. 
And then that next Sunday, he's playing for, I think it was the Falcons maybe at the time. He's a cornerback for the Falcons and runs a punt return back for a touchdown in a span of seven days, playing in the MLB and then playing in the NFL. So just a freak athlete. And then to parlay that into coaching and, uh, you know, he's doing some big things over there. So I'm going Coach Prime, cowboy hat, sunglasses and all, throw them on my squad. And he's changing a bunch of young men's lives, right? Defining success totally. for themselves, showing them that mindset of even beyond basketball, this is your opportunity to show up with discipline, the the protocols he's putting in place. That's a heck of a pick and, and a, a, a tough guy to argue against these days. So, okay, head coach. Uh, this was kind of a tough one just because you know how much I love old Sean McVay of the Rams, but he's so obsessed and singular focus which is what i like about him i don't think that's the team that what we're looking for on this team so i was really giving it some thought and do you know who pam borton is by chance no i don't no so pam borton is the winningest coach at the university of minnesota's history and i've had the privilege of getting to listen to her speak uh, publicly which was very impactful but more than that She's recreated herself as an executive coach and, and transferred so much of the knowledge from NCAA women's basketball into the corporate arena. And I've single-handedly seen friends that are executives uh, at my organization closely related, work with her one-on-one, and heard about the impact that she had. And when we talk about looking at blind spots, that's what I think the, the coach is there for most of the time is what do I not see? I, we, most of the time, these are highly functioning individuals. And so that's why you hire a coach is what am I not picking up? What in my universe is in my blind spot? From what I've heard, Pam is one of the best at this. And she does it in a way that really empowers and allows you to immediately take feedback in and get results. Pam Borton is my head coach, and uh, if you're listening, Pam, uh, uh, it uh, I think very highly of you, and uh, you're on the team now. So uh, uh, appreciate all the work that you've done. Nice. I'm gonna have to I'll have to look her up and find find out more about that. I remember, who was the coach? Uh... Yeah, I think Kim and Kim's sisters would really uh, would really get a lot from her stuff too. Oh yeah, I bet you I bet you Jackie knows my sister in law. She uh, she played D one basketball. I bet you she kind of knows who who she was. But who was the there was a the, was it. Was it Tennessee, the women's basketball coach, Tennessee, that had like a ton of wins too? They were winning a bunch of stuff. I can't remember her name, but I did not realize that Pam was more winningest than her. And that's pretty interesting. No, she, no, she's not. She's not. We might edit some of this, but she's the winningest at Minnesota. Oh, I see. I see. I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Great pick. I love it. I'm going to look her up and, and uh, I love hearing that stuff. So nice one. Am I up again? Yes, sir. I am going to throw out my actor and okay. as an actor and wide receiver on this roster uh was it was a tough one but i went with chris hemsworth and <laughs> yeah. i mean he's a modern viking you know he should thor. be suited up for your your minnesota tv thor he and it really a lot of it had to do with that limitless series that I actually picked up a Disney subscription just to watch it. Uh, and the work that he's doing, he's a guy that has the looks. He's built the physique and put the work in there. and has had the Hollywood success. And that's where, you know, some folks stop. They can enjoy the, the trappings of success after that point. But you could tell after watching that series and the people that he's 
putting himself around Peter Atia, looking on the fasting portion. He's really, and he was very vulnerable on that show as well too, right? Talking about his fear of heights, doing all that on camera, pushing his body to the limit, pushing his mind to the limit. I just love to see that when you're you're at that level. And that's a, just a guy I want on my team. So he's an actor, Chris Hemsworth, limitless, modern Viking. He's my wide receiver. Yeah, he's beast. Yeah, for sure. The Aussie. He could probably play pick. wide receiver too. <laughs> he probably could, or tight end. He's huge. Was he like? He's like six eight or something, isn't he? Yeah, he is maybe, huge. Maybe not that tall, but anyway, he's he's a great actor, and I like that pick. Um, all right, so I'm up. So I'll follow you with my actor. I'm gonna go with Ryan Reynolds. Oh man, it was on my list. Van Wilder, dude. You remember that movie? Remember that movie, oh. Van Wilder? When we when we grew up, watching one of the it, best right? soundtracks ever. I might listen it's, to that soundtrack when we get off here. <laughs> it's so good, and he's so funny. Like he started out as like a comedian, kind of a jokester type of actor or whatever, and then he gets into Deadpool and puts a really cool spin on comedic plus superhero type movie. But he was like the bad guy, right? And so, anyway, he's a great actor. But the reason why he's on my team is not because of his acting ability, which is which is great, but it's because he's become a serial entrepreneur and the things that he's investing in and being the face of. He is have massive success. He's a great businessman, a great entrepreneur, and he surrounds himself around people to continue that success. So let me go down this roster here, if you will, of businesses that he is currently or was, has already exited, uh, uh, that he was invested in. So Aviation Gin, remember those commercials where he's holding up the mm-hmm. bottle and it's like just, it looked great. You just want, I'm not a gin guy, but I wanted to try it just because of the commercials. It just looked like very like a professional man would drink aviation gin is how it seemed to me. Anyway, so that was great. Um, Maximum Efforts, a production marketing agency that he owns. Mint Mobile, remember all those commercials and how cool those looked oh, yeah. and fresh, right? He sold Mint Mobile, his, uh, the company sold, and then he got his stake, but they sold it to T-Mobile for $1.35 billion in 20, no, this year, this year, 2023. Then he also is invested in Wealth Simple, a Canadian wealth management company, which Ryan Reynolds is Canadian, so a lot of this stuff is tied back to Canadian-based. Um, and then he's Nuve is a global fintech company that he's a part of. Like he's all over the place, but he's diving in to diversifying his portfolio of businesses he's, he's investing in in all different uh, industries. Then he gets into the athletics, part owner of Rexham AFC. Uh, which is soccer, football, right? And then they just won, I think, a tournament to get them into like the big leagues. He's a, a F1 team Alpine, F1 racing team, and then he's part of a group that's bidding for Ottawa Senators in hockey right now. So I love Ryan Reynolds as an actor, but I love him even more because his business acumen and what he's doing on the side. He now says if you looked at his... Uh, oh, I can't remember what it is now. I'll have to look back. Maybe I'll look it up right now and I'll, I'll come back on the pod on it. But in his LinkedIn profile, I think it says... I think it says business owner, part-time actor. And I thought that was the coolest thing for like someone who's well-known for acting to have that kind of shift in title. Well, that's the other thing is he's hilarious. Right. He, he doesn't take it himself too seriously. I'm sure he takes those businesses seriously, but that combination's rare. Great pick. Um, I also loved, he's a marketing genius, right? He was keeping a pulse on, because he's so involved with social media and Hollywood and what the talk of the town is, he was able to take for a one of the Aviator commercials right after Peloton had a huge issue with one of their commercial actors. Oh yeah, uh, there was she was the ga- the the gal that got 
a Peloton for Christmas from her husband, and that got a bunch of backlash. He jumped on the wagon to get her in one of the aviation gin commercials and played off of it because it's free marketing, and he knew the eyes it would get. So just a marketing genius, great pick. I'm a little, that was on my list, and uh, that, that was a big pickup for the team. Yeah, so I just checked his LinkedIn. It says part-time actor, business owner. It's I think it's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to go, my next pick, I'm going to go with my sleeper. As you go down in your fantasy football draft, you, you might have to pick a rookie or an underdog or someone that might come burst on the scene you don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with my creator. And, and you may, I, I don't know, maybe you've heard of this guy or not, but ha- have you heard of Jay Klaus? I have not. So Jay Klaus, he's my creator. And by definition, a creator is someone who's putting stuff out into the marketplace. And he literally runs a business called Creator Science purely to help other creators be better creators. So I don't know how you can have another guy in that spot who's the definition of a creator. But the reason why he's a sleeper and underdog is because he's not some of these big names that we've been talking about and not a lot of people know about him. But he's got 40,000 email subscribers for the Creator Science newsletter. He builds his brand on YouTube. He's got a, a, a podcast. and He's also got a membership community called The Lab that he has a, an exclusive community that you can be a part of to learn how to develop your creator business. Um, and he's totally transparent with how he does it. He shares his tools. He shares uh, his methods, he shares his marketing, he shares his sales, like he's totally open with everything that he does. So uh, Jay, if you're listening, I would love to connect with you, brother. Uh, you've been an impact on my life and how I'm trying to add some more uh, creator aspects into what I'm doing uh, with my email newsletter, Oppo Flow Storybook, as well as this podcast, Success Flow. Picked up some nuggets and uh, he's going to be my guy, my sleeper pick creator, Jay Klaus. I love it. I, I'm not familiar, but this you've given me some homework to do to level up myself. So I'm looking forward to checking out his material is, you know, that's what we're doing right now. Trying to create, trying to, to put something out in the world with the information that we've gathered. So it sounds super relevant. Uh, I think that's the last pick, isn't it? Yeah, you got creator and then, and then author. We'll bring it home with our author. So my creator is uh, not a sleeper by any means, but had to go with him because... My, when you talk about being able to take the things that light your fire and only focus on those things and create a living doing it, Joe Rogan has been able to do that. He works his tail off, but it's only on things that he's absolutely obsessed with. And he talks about how he thought he was a failure and something was wrong with him and he was a loser, is what he says, back in the day before he found martial arts and then comedy. These very difficult things that he got obsessed with, and now is the, one of the wealthiest people in media just doing the things that he loves. So when it comes to creation and being able to put your passions out into the world but still maintain a super solid work ethic and discipline, Joe Rogan's my guy. He's a big reason why I wanted to jump on this project with you, and that's my creator. Not a sleeper, but uh, but love the guy. So transitioning to the last pick, I almost forgot about author, but this, this is going to be a repeat for the audience, but... I, I don't care. I figured I'd have to go with the guy whose books I have, all of them. Uh, even one called A Small Furry Prayer that has nothing to do with flow or performance. Uh, bought that one for Paula, but it's Stephen Kotler. And Stephen Kotler uh, has written Rise of Superman, Art of the Impossible, Stealing Fire. These books that have really changed my life and how I approach my work. And he's built it by showing up and just writing and doing the work every day and getting into flow state 
and being around the best minds studying flow state. And he doesn't have a science background, but he's become a neuroscience expert. Kotler is going to raise everybody on his team up, and he has a very high demand for that. And that's the, the kind of author I want on my team and why Stephen Kotler is my guy. Yeah, that's a great pick. I'm not surprised by either one of those, Joe Rogan or Stephen Kotler for you. So uh, thanks for bringing us home on that one. Uh, Kotler has in, uh, inspired you into the flow state and all that good stuff and all the research and everything, which has in turn inspired me to continue building those habits into my life. And when you can achieve and build habits and routines and do all of that in a uh, flow state mindset, when you do that in flow, man, it just brings out a massive, massive uh, action and success and things that you're working on you see the progress and that's what gives you peak motivation. And Cutler talks a lot about that in his books. Uh, so thank you for turning me on to, uh, to him. So speaking of habits, I'll bring us home with, with author because, uh, I might've given it away here, but I'm going with James clear in the book, atomic habits. I know you've read that one. Uh, if you're a listener, yeah. if you're listening to this and you have not picked up atomic habits, this has to be in your library. Pick it up on Audible or, or snag one and if you're a physical book reader. But I picked this one up and it's like a guidebook for how to eliminate bad habits and add and progress towards good habits. When you make a decision that you want to make change in your life, James Clear makes it super clear, no pun intended, on how to incorporate those changes. It's not all at once. It's the 1% changes that compound over time on a daily basis where you're not even seeing the results until all of a sudden six months from now, a year from now, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Like I, I, I've been putting in the work and now I'm I, 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 like going from day, back then a year ago to where I'm at now, it's incredible. And he uses this analogy of, let's say you're flying a plane and you're, you, the, head is, is, uh, the heading is facing right towards New York. Now, let's say I shift that heading from LAX to New York three and a half degrees and I take the plane and I, and I fly the plane all the way across the country. I end up in Washington, D.C., 200 miles away. And so mm -hmm. he paints this picture of a minuscule, some very small shift in where you're going can take you to a whole nother place. And I think it's really important for us all to remember that, that it's not that far of a shift that we need to make in order to change the trajectory of our life and where we want to go. And that book has made such an impact on me. Um, so my author and James clear, by the way, he was like New York times bestseller, 15 million copies. And it was his freaking first book. Like he's just wildly successful on the first, right? Like every aspiring author, uh, could, you know, could only hope for that. And so he crushes it. Um, and I didn't know this. I was doing some research on him. You'll, you'll like this. Maybe you knew it. But he was a performance coach for athletes and executives way before he was a public speaker and an author. And I thought that was cool mm -hmm. because he was able to leverage those stories and he was doing the work. And then he wrote the book and shared it with everyone. So James Clear, my my pick could be a Homer pick, if you will, because I'm so I talk about atomic habits and have built it so much in my life. But uh, I think I think that's the draft. I love my squad. I know you love your squad. We'll see how it shakes out. But um, I, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for bringing up the idea. I, I love it too. I, I For the audience, if you're going to go through this exercise and the, really the mindset behind this was have people that you may not be able to talk to, hopefully you will someday, but a, a group of people that I actually like to pretend that I'm sitting in a room with these individuals to bring up problems to, think about my day, 
and what their responses would be because your brain has an idea of how their brain works or how you think it works, which is why you follow them. And if you can sit with that, bring problems to them and sit in silence, your your, your brain is automatically going to be working on those and give you kind of an idea. It sounds a little out there, but it goes back to Napoleon Hill's uh, think and grow rich, having a mastermind. And if you don't have a mastermind in person, which we highly recommend, you can create this by yourself and sit with them. Thanks again for listening. Draft your own models of excellence roster, and we'll be back at you next week.